Welcome in again, everyone, to the Under the Lights podcast. I'm Kyle Parmley, the sports editor at Starnes Media, joined by my friend Gary Lloyd. We're here to talk some high school football, Gary. Week seven in the books. Uh, man, there was a lot that went on last week, and we're really starting to get a clearer picture of some playoffs, some teams that have overachieved, underachieved. It's, it's really coming down the stretch here. It is. And, you know, I mean, it's a cliche, but but it does kind of fly by. And, uh, you know, we're now to that point where it's a little – little chill in the air every Friday night. And uh, you, you know when that chill's in the air that these games are really important. Absolutely, yeah. Well, let's get right into the games from last week. There were a lot of them. Uh, we had a Thursday-Friday split, so I was able to take in two of them, which was awesome. But let's start with a game that you were at, Gary. Hewitt Trustful takes down Vestavia Hills 45-37. The Huskies overcome a 16-0 deficit at the start. And, wow, this seemed like it was back and forth all night long. I've been resting my wrist since Friday night from all of the stat keeping. No, like it was one of those games where like, yeah, you just didn't have a moment to, to breathe almost like, like my notebook is a mess from that game because both these teams, I mean, we've kind of seen it the last couple of years. You know, this is Robert Evans's first year at Vestavia, but both of these teams play or have played the same type game the last three years where it's been 40 something to 30 something. And, you know, if, if you were stuck in traffic in Trustful on Friday night, by the time you showed up to the stadium, it was 16 nothing Vestavia. And, I mean, they just came right out of the gate, 16 nothing, not even a, not even half the first quarter gone. But, yeah, after that, just back and forth. And I don't know that so much it had to do with defenses struggling or anything like that. I think the styles are just so comparable and these teams know each other so well that it just ended up one of those games where offensively the execution was was really there. And now Robert Evans after the game told me that, you know, our effort was there. Uh, we don't know that our execution was necessarily where we wanted it to be. But, yeah, but you know, both those teams have a lot to play for with Hoover and Thompson kind of sitting atop the region right now. Tuscaloosa County was just ahead of both of them and Vestavia and Hewitt at two and two in the region. So, you know, there, there's a little bit of, you know, potentially a playoff berth on the line there. And we just saw guys fight, scrap, claw all the way to the end of that one. And uh, yeah, it was, it was really big. Jackson Melton had a big game for Hewitt. Peyton Floyd, as usual, had, had a big night, especially on the ground. Those were the really only two guys running the ball for Hewitt. Uh, I'm not sure if Kennedy Mitchell was out, sick or injured or, or what. Um, but Jackson Melton had had pretty much the game of his life. I mean, he, he goes for over 152 touchdowns and uh, Hewitt was just a little too much in the second half and uh, a really big win at home for Hewitt Trustful. Yeah, I was really impressed at how Hewitt Trustful was able to not only overcome the early deficit, but to do that while coming off a tough loss to Thompson the week before. Uh, so big win for the Huskies. That pretty much, you know, gets them feeling good about their their playoff lives. Uh, Vestavia with a little work left to do, but uh, things are – if they take care of business, they'll get there as well. Um, another 7A Region 3 game, Hoover 31, Tuscaloosa County 13. Lemurian McCammon has a career night for Hewitt. Uh, goes over 240 rushing yards for the Bucks, and they needed him because they were down to third-string quarterback Noah Schubach, who didn't – they didn't ask a ton of him, but he did what he needed to do to, to lead the Bucks' offense to get the job done. Um, big third quarter for Hoover. Uh, I think they scored 17 points in that quarter to really kind of stretch the lead and put away Tuscaloosa County on Friday. Yeah, I mean, speaking of guys who who maybe had a career night in the backfield, Lamarian McCammon, like, what do you go for? Like nearly 250 yards? Is 25 that carries, 247, three touchdowns. 
That's unbelievable. Not I mean, bad. yeah, yeah, and um, you know, much needed, like you said, down to the third string quarterback. That Hoover defense is going to keep them in just about every game they're going to play. So, yeah, it's good to see those guys step up. And you know, for Tuscaloosa County, you know, the the back half of their region schedule has been the toughest part, and we'll get there in a couple weeks, but. Uh, you know, in, in two weeks from now or a week from now, I guess, uh, Vestavia will host Tuscaloosa County, and that could be could be a virtual play-in game for the playoffs. So big things for both those teams, but, you know, another solid defensive effort for Hoover and, you know, finding guys on offense who continue to step up and, uh, and keep that region record undefeated. Yeah, one of the least surprising things we've seen is Hoover's defense played another great game. Um, but like you said, they're getting contributions where they need to on the offensive side. Uh, it's a good win for them. Another Region 3 contest. Spain Park takes down Chelsea 35-21. This game's tied 21 at the half. Spain Park pulls away at the end uh, with just a strong final two quarters. Uh, the Shanks brothers, they they really they do a lot for the Spain Park offense, but uh, they, they really came through in that one. Uh, quarterback Evan Smallwood played a really good game as well. So good for the Jags to get their first region win. Yeah, and, and, you know, I I said this last week that this might be one of the best games of the night. And, you know, for a half, I mean, ultimately it was, but for a half, I mean, going in 21-21, well-executed game. Both these teams kind of, you know, like we've talked about, playing for a little bit of pride in a way, uh, building for the future, you know, both on the outside looking in for the playoff picture. But that Spain Park defense in the second half, Jared Smith and company on that defensive line, I think I read in in the gamer for the Hoover Sun after the game that he gets – or not just him, the the whole defensive line gets like six sacks in the second half, nine for the game, two interceptions in the second half, just an unbelievable defensive effort. Um, So we'll see how both these teams kind of close out the season. But, yeah, big congrats to Tim Vakakis for that first region win. And, uh, yeah, just a really good game at Chelsea Friday night. Yeah, absolutely. And then one final game in that region, Thompson beats Oak Mountain 51-0. That was on Thursday night. Uh, this Thompson team really rounded into form. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that, that that's scary for uh, for everybody in 7A. You know, like they get off to that start. They've already got, you know, two losses, and people think, oh, is, is Thompson struggling? But, you know, they played a tough schedule, and, you know, Thompson is Thompson, and, you know, those struggles kind of continue for Oak Mountain. But they're, they're building, and, and they'll get there. All right, let's take a look at some 6A games. Uh, the game I was at on Friday night was a wild one. Calera outlasts Briarwood 31-28. This game was triple overtime. Just a tough, tough loss for Briarwood. Uh, Briarwood, they, they went out, they got out to a 14-0 lead in the first quarter in this game. I mean, their their defense was making big plays. Case Reynolds blocks a punt that sets up a, a short touchdown. Uh, they just, they did a lot of really good things in this game. But in the second half, uh, Calera was able to inch their way back in. They tied it up. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Calera play. This wide receiver, Braylon Farrington, is a phenomenal football player. Um, but then the chaos of overtime, you know how that goes. Anything can happen. Um, and it just – it went the way of Calera in the third overtime. They got a field goal to win it. Um, this is a tough loss for Briarwood, though, because now they need some help if they're going to extend a playoff streak that dates back 29 straight years. Um, yeah, just a tough loss. It is. And I mean, that's that's kind of what I said last week is is this game was as must win as must win can be. It was your you know, you've still got two region games left, but they're both on the road. You've got to go to Benjamin Russell. You've got to go to to Homewood and you're already on the outside looking in tiebreak situations, be what they may. But I think I read maybe it was one of your tweets or 
or maybe it was our buddy John Lunsford at the next round after after the game. I'm going to look down for this, but like the potential for Briarwood to still make the playoffs, if if it's correct, is uh, they would need to beat Benjamin Russell and Homewood both on the road mm-hmm. and have Kalira lose to Helena and Benjamin Russell lose out. Homewood, Helena, Pelham, they're already in. Yeah. So that's that that's really tough. And, uh, you know, Briarwood has had a flair for the dramatic this year, both good and bad. So maybe that whole region will have a flair for the dramatic and we'll see what happens. But it does seem like a, a very fun region these last couple uh, region weeks. Yep. And then another game in that region, Class 6A Region 3. I was at this one on Thursday night. Homewood beats Chilton County 31-10. Uh, that puts Homewood 4-0 in the region. Only undefeated team in the region. They're just they're playing really well in region play. Uh, quarterback Woods Ray was nearly perfect. I think he went 10 of 12. He didn't have to throw it much because they got up such a big lead early. Um, but it was really good to see Homewood. I mean, both sides of the ball played extremely well. They took away Chilton County's threat of a pass early. A uh, couple interceptions, and Chilton County just pretty much had to run the ball the rest of the night. So, nice win for the Patriots. Wow. Yeah, that team's playing really well. I mean, you know, they lost it, you know, at home recently to Pinson Valley out of region. But, yeah, region-wise, they're, they're, they're tested, and they're they're playing really well home and away. So, Homewood's a, Homewood continues to be a scary team as we, as we get an uh, inch closer to the playoffs. No doubt. Uh, let's stay in 6A, Region 5 game. Mountain Brook beats Parker 35-6. to uh, one of Mountain Brook's most impressive performances of the year against a very capable Parker squad, and they took care of business early. Uh, jumped out 28 points in the first half and cruised to victory. Uh, running back Cole Gamble had a huge night. He goes over 150 yards. So Spartans are – man, they're good. Yeah, big week for the running backs this last week. And, you know, that there's a lot of fun in that. You know, as we – I don't know, again, cliches for me, but, you know, as we get into some of this colder weather, it's fun to see that tough physical, you know, running game type thing kind of take hold. And we had a lot of that this last week. So it seems like we're getting a lot of uh, playoff potential preview type stuff. And I, I thought uh, – uh, from the game story that that coach Chris Yeager said something really cool. You know, he said, you know, it seems like on that incredible defense, it seems like at every position they have just a really good football player. And on the surface, that might sound simplistic, or, you know, or, or whatever, or coach speak, whatever you want to call it. But I just thought that was a really cool comment. And I mean, they're, they're certainly playing like more than they just have a really good football player at every position. It seems like they are, more than good all the way around. So, yeah, another big win for Mountain Brook at a tough place to play against Parker and, you know, come out with nearly a 30-point win. Absolutely. A few more games to go over. Uh, 6A Region 6. Center point springs an upset over Pinson Valley. Uh, the Eagles win 29-22. I know both me and you are huge fans of what uh, George Bates is doing over at center point. Uh, Clay Chaltville takes down Huffman 62 to nothing. And then finally, in 5A, Ramsey beats John Carroll 56-7, to and that is all that we had on the Week 7 action. Yeah, I mean, just just to, to, to put in that focus a little bit on center point for a minute, just, you know, George Bates and, and the Eagles, the, the center point slash Irwin before they were center point, you know, they've only been in 6A for eight total years. So I'm going to look just to make sure I've got my, near, my years right. They were – 1984 to 1987, and then 2014 through 2017 in 6A. And they went 18 and 63 in those eight years. And they're already seven and one this year, the most wins they've had in 6A. And it's already through only through eight games, coming up with some big wins. The only loss is to Clay Chalkville. So this center point team is just 
different. I mean, you know, stepping up to 6A and playing the way that they're playing, just a massive win there. Um, or, you know, potentially, I mean, that's probably going to get them most likely home field advantage in the first round of the playoffs, you know, that against, uh, you know, just out of that region, they'll probably end up the two seed most likely. And then uh, Clay Chopple, you know, 62 nothing over Huffman, pretty much expected. And yeah, just a tough loss for John Carroll. Yep, absolutely. That win does not does lock center point into the playoffs, uh, by the way. Okay. But um, yeah, so week seven, Gary, what's your uh, what's your big takeaway from the week? Uh, the the word that came to mind for me late Friday night after my gamer was in and I was kind of looking at how some of these games transpired uh, was urgency. And I, f- I feel in a way like urgency and that turning of the calendar. We're now playing games in October, first week of October. I just felt that especially at Hewitt Trustful uh, against Vestavia Friday night. But, you know, I'm looking at, at some of these guys, you know, Jackson Melton steps up and has just a, a really great game. Vestavia, you know, they got up, but Hewitt Trustful didn't stay down. They came back and then Vestavia had to come back and it just went back and forth. Uh, Lamarian McCammon at, at Hoover, just the, the night he had stepping up. Kalira, um, not necessarily in our coverage area, but you know, a big win at Briarwood, and just just the way these teams are just gutting games out now. I think we're in for a really fun month. Um, you know, a lot of the playoff picture uh, in six A and seven A seem to be really taking shape, but you know, anything can happen, and uh, I, I just I really felt that sense of urgency Friday night. So that that's my big takeaway from this last week. Yeah, and that'll only ramp up as we uh, finish up the regular season here over the next few weeks. Uh, if I had to give you one, it's similar to what you said last week. This We talk about Region 3 a lot, meaning <laughs> 7A, you know, all of these, these big-time schools and programs. But 6A Region 3 is so good and so deep. Um, I mean, we've talked about it, but, like, Broward Athletic Director Jay Matthews told me from the outset of the year, that like, this region is top to bottom, just really competitive, and I'll, you know, kind of dismiss it as coach speak type stuff. You know, no big deal. Everybody says this. But, man, he was right. I mean, all these teams, Homewood, Pelham, Benjamin Russell, Calera, Briarwood, like, there's so many good teams in this region, and a few of them are going to be sitting at home once we get the playoffs started in a few weeks. Um, so, it's a really good region. I had no idea it would shape up to be uh, what it was. Um, once they release these back in December uh, for the latest round of reclassification. But really good region there. Um, I'm excited to see how it wraps up. Um, But, yeah, so with that being said, let's move on to our player of the week voting. Last week, Hoover wide receiver K.J. Law earned that honor uh, by uh, winning the Twitter vote that I put on uh, Twitter every week to vote for this uh, award. So, yeah, we've got four more nominees this week. After you watch this podcast, go to my Twitter page, at Kyle Parmley, to vote for who you think should be this week's Under the Lights Player of the Week. We're going running back edition this week. Gary, you alluded to it earlier that a lot of running backs had great nights. Uh, So I'm going to give you four that had great nights. Uh, Let's start at Hoover, LaMarion McCammon, career night, 25 carries, 247 yards, three touchdowns. Hoover needed every bit of it to get past Tuscaloosa County. Uh, The game you saw, Hewitt Trussell's Jackson Melton has a big night, 29 rushes, 152 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, Derek Shanks from Spain Park, uh, as the Jags get their first region win, 12 carries, 108 
rushing yards, scored two total touchdowns, one rushing, one receiving. Good night for him. And then Mount Brooks, Cole Gamble, feels like we have a Mount Brook player running back on here every week. Uh, 10 carries, 154 yards, and three touchdowns for Cole. So whoever you think should be the player of the week, go to my Twitter page at Kyle Parmley and vote for who you thought had the best performance last week. And Gary, with that being said, let's dive into week eight. Only two more weeks of region play left. So let's start with a big one. Uh, Homewood is going to visit Pelham with a win. Homewood can almost wrap up this region title. Um, so, but it's going to be a tough game against the Pelham squad that has improved quite a bit as the season's gone on. So I'm looking for this one to be a really good game. Yeah, I mean, you just mentioned kind of the balance of that 6A Region 3, and I did have to pull – I didn't pull many stats this week, but I had to pull one. You know, uh, Pelham scored, you know, 30 – or averaged 30-plus points in three straight games. But here, here's the stat I, I had to look up for you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look for it real quick. But like you said, very even type matchup. This year, Homewood has scored 185 points offensively and allowed 163 in seven games. Pelham has scored 182 and given up 162 in seven games. They're almost mirror images. So, yeah, this this feels like if there was a line on a game, I mean, it, it feels like it'd be a push, you know, just, just a coin flip. So, yeah, it, it's going to be one of those just gritty type region games and, and try to lock things up for Homewood. Yeah, absolutely. Another 6A game, Mount Brook paying a visit to Mortimer Jordan. Uh, the Spartans should be able to take this win against the struggling Blue Devils squad, and if they do, that will set up a winner-take-all game against Gardendale for the region title the week after. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't really expect a trap game or anything like that for Mountain Brook. They're just too talented. And, you know, Mortimer Jordan's been down for, for a, a couple of years now. So, yeah, I think that, that three-headed monster running – running game for the Spartans and that salty defense come up with a big win uh, out in uh, Kimberly on Friday night. Absolutely. Uh, the game I'm going to be going to on Friday, Briarwood paying a visit to Benjamin Russell. Like we mentioned, must win for the Lions. Uh, I've seen Benjamin Russell earlier this year. They've got some just dynamic talent on that roster. Um, and they started out hot. Last few weeks have been really inconsistent. Play well one week, not well the other. Uh, so it depends on which which Benjamin Russell team Briarwood gets on Friday night. But either way, the Lions are going to have some tough matchups. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, you, you know, when you're in this kind of situation on that outside looking in, you've really got to just focus on yourself and, and take care of your business. And really for Briarwood, put a full four quarters together in every phase, you know. Like we've seen flashes and then we've seen lulls. And so they've – I mean – the time is now. I mean, the time was last week, but the time is now. And, you know, four of their seven games, I think, have been decided by seven points or fewer. So they're, they're right there. They just – they more than ever, they have to come out on the uh, on the positive end of that this week. Absolutely. Uh, let's go ahead and take a look at some of our 7A Region 3 games this week. The game that you'll be at on Friday night, Gary. Hewitt Trustful paying a visit to Spain Park. I think a win here locks the Huskies into the playoffs. Um, and, and assuming that they can kind of rebound and, and get their get head, get their heads back focused in the right direction after some crazy last few weeks, um, I think they're the better team in this matchup. So um, if they play well, they should be able to knock off the Jags. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, it's just you know, like you said, it's 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 exactly that's exactly how I think about it. It's just the Spain Park team, you know, continues to fight, and you got to go to their place. Hewitt's never lost at Spain Park. I mean, it's three games, but. 
um, you know, crazier things have happened. So I, I'm, I'm really anticipating an intriguing matchup. And, yeah, Hewitt's got more talent right now. They should win the game, and they probably will. But uh, I, I think that Spain Park team could could uh, put up some fight and provide some fits for Hewitt Trustful on Friday night. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another one, Vestavia Hills is visiting Oak Mountain. Uh, the Rebels are going to have to rebound after a tough loss. Um, they've got a couple of region games left that they should win, but they've got to show up and, and win those ball games if they're actually going to make it to the playoffs like they can. Yeah, for Oak Mountain, you know, you're, you're playing for that pride like we've kind of talked about with Spain Park and Chelsea. Uh, you know, you're building towards something. And for Vestavia, yeah, I mean, this is – increasingly important you know you've got to go in with the right mindset because you know you've got to take care of business here you can't let it be a trap between Hewitt Trustful and Tuscaloosa County which are both incredibly big games for uh playoff berths for playoff seating and that kind of thing so they've really got to lock in again and and go take care of business at uh Herdmont yep another region three game Chelsea is visiting Hoover uh Kind of the same deal. Uh, Hoover's the better team on paper here, and they look to be steamrolling toward a winner-take-all for the region title game against Thompson in two weeks. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I'd be curious what what that health looks like, I guess, at the quarterback yeah. position. But um, regardless of that, I mean, they, they've proven that, that they can win, you know, with whomever's at quarterback. And I, I would expect uh, against Chelsea, I would expect more of the same. I would expect that defense to – continue to hold teams to fewer than 20 points, fewer than 15 points. They're just, they're just unbelievably good. And then that sets up the next week, just, just a monumental game. But I, I think we've seen a few monumental Hoover Thompson games in recent years. So I think we're going to get another one. So. Yeah. Those matchups have not been, uh, we've not been wanting for those. We get those quite a bit. <laughs> uh, a few more games to round out the slate. Clay Chalkville hosting Oxford. Clay Chalkville can clinch the region with a win. Pinson Valley hosting Shades Valley. The Indians are going to need to uh, win this game uh, in order to kind of keep their their ball rolling in terms of getting that playoff seating that they want. And then John Carroll is playing Jasper in a 5A Region 5 game. Yeah, I mean, Clay Chapel, I, th I think Oxford is going for its uh, its next win will be at 600th in program history. So a lot on the line, just program-wise overall, just a fun number for, for Oxford. But I, I think Clay Chapel probably flexes its muscle in that game. Uh, Oxford's uh, two previous games, both losses, I mean, they give up 44 to Pinson. 69 to Hartzell, you know, Clay Chalkville seeing something like that, you know, they're, they're going to take advantage. And, and I think Clay Chalkville gets a win there. And then, yeah, Pinson Valley, Shades Valley, kind of the battle of the valleys here, a bigger game than maybe we thought, you know, coming into the year, both of them two and two in the region, just a very interesting game there and a lot on the line there for those two teams, you know, potentially a, a play in type game. We'll, we'll see, but uh, yeah, big one there. And then, yeah, and then John Carroll going to Jasper. So, uh, you know, another fun week ahead. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. Uh, man, the game's just, they keep on rolling and we've got a lot coming up this week on Friday night. We had it easy last week. We got split between Thursday and Friday. And this week, all of ours are on Friday. So it's going to be a busy Friday night. Uh, me and Gary are going to be trying to uh, follow game three of the National League Division Series while that's going on uh, between the Braves and the Phillies. Hopefully the Braves will be in the spot, spot to clinch the, the series that night. We'll see how that goes. Um, yeah. 
you if, anybody, if anybody sees me, you know, like fist pumping on the sideline, it's because Bryce Harper struck out again. So <laughs> if you see me throwing my phone down, it's because Bryce Harper home run. So, right, yeah. right. Yeah, no, I, I'm the same way. I'll uh, head, head buried in my phone a lot of whatever game is going on Friday night as well. So, uh, with all that being said, don't forget to go to my Twitter page at Kyle Parmley to vote for this week's player of the week. Uh, we want to thank all of you for watching and listening as we've been uh, doing this podcast throughout the season. We hope that you'll continue to do so. Like, subscribe, share wherever you find this podcast. And uh, yeah, looking forward to another great week of high school football. And we will see you next time. <laughs>